Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack for another edition of a big interview with a wonderful guest. That's what we do here. It's the main show, and my guest today is someone who is affectionately known as RB3. That's his nickname for the Schmoes No podcast, Schmoes No movie show in Schmoville and life. But we are going to address him proper as Robert Butler III. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Ken. This is a this is a real honor. I was telling you before we started. This is actually like a dream of mine. <laughs> I've okay. been such a fan for a long time. That that is good flattery, and I love you. You're one of my favorite humans. <laughs> but really, really, this is a life dream. I mean, I I used to listen to the Knapsack Files with all the Schmo's content, right? All throughout high school. You guys basically like defined most of what I was listening to at that time. So yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate that, and I'm so glad you came into the Schmoes No Fold. It's so interesting how that works sometimes because, you know, like you just said, you were a fan, and uh, it's hard to cross that barrier from fan, supporter, fan's a weird word, supporter, you supported our stuff, right. uh, to working and being in the inner workings, and it's always risky because we're like, who who are we opening our doors to? And you showed up in your, your nice, uh, I remember your shirt, your tie. Um, uh, uh, I think you addressed Mr. Ellis, you know, and we were like, who is this kid? And you have brought just a, a wonderful personality, energy, knowledge, and uh, technical skills to the show. So I am honored to have you on my show. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I really appreciate that. You talk about high school, which number one makes me, makes me old, but um, <laughs> recent times, and I know you are currently in USC. Yes. Studying. Is it just, is it film proper? What are you studying? Well, right now I'm studying cinema media studies. So okay. that's about like, you know, film criticism, critical yeah. studies, stuff like that. Um, but I want to uh, move into production sometime in the future. What, uh, what, 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 what's, do you want to write, direct? Be a PA for Cobster? What do you want to be? <laughs> well, I, I the long-term goal is to direct. And yeah. I, I think the longer-term goal is to have my own production company like yeah. sometime in the future. Um, so that's that's really what I'm trying to do. When did this love of cinema kick in? When did it start? Um, well, it's been in me for a very long time. When I was yeah. a little kid, I wanted to be an actor. Okay. Um, and I would, like, my, my grandmother would watch a lot of, like, old kung fu um, movies mm. like from the seventies, eighties, all like Bruce Lee, like all right. that stuff. Um, and my mother would like to watch a lot of like romantic comedies and stuff. <laughs> so those are the two who like primarily raised me. So like I was just always indicted with like all of these like. <laughs> so what's your favorite rom com then? Favorite rom com? I mean, of all time, <laughs> of all time, I'd probably say my best friend's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron yeah. Diaz. Uh, yeah, Cameron Diaz, Julia Roberts. Uh, I I, yeah. I love that movie. It's, I've said this before on the Amsterdam Files, but I'll say it to you first. A trivia question: uh, The girl who's dancing in the beginning of the opening credits is a girl named Rocky Alexander, uh, and she was a bartender and uh, a friend of mine at uh, at one of the pubs here locally. Really? So I, and when I found out, 
I was I was overjoyed because my best friend's wedding, 1997. Uh, uh, <laughs> just I was like, ah, you're the girl in the front. Ah, right, so right. I understand. All right, we're we're on the same <laughs> level there. We're on the same level. Yeah. What was the film? Do you remember a film or a moment where you like you you switch from? Oh, I like this stuff too. I want to be a part of this. And I want to do it, and I want to understand it more. Yeah, that was definitely um, Avatar, um, James Cameron's yeah. 2009 movie. Um, that hit me right at a time where. Uh, well, my my parents, even though I wanted to be an actor when I was little, right. um, that really wasn't like realistic for like the circumstances we were in. Hmm. So we, so they really encouraged me to pursue something like engineering. So I participated in gotcha. lots of science competitions, math competitions, oh. stuff like that. And then, um, but it was really like Avatar was like a movie that was like, oh, this is something that can incorporate like math, science, engineering, like, all the visual effects, all that yeah. stuff. But then it's also, like, the art of the movie, like, the actors, like, all that stuff combined. Um, it's kind of like I finally saw what filmmaking was, and that's something that I became really interested in. So for you, it's it's beyond just storytelling. It is an entire, all-encompassing creative endeavor, then. Yes. You yeah. want all of the parts. Yeah, I mean, I've always looked at movies as... Or at least my love for movies come through the experience yeah. of watching them. So even if uh, some uh, like a film doesn't have like the greatest like story or characters, as long as I have an experience, as long as I feel something, yeah, that's when I really connect to uh, yeah cinema. I mean that's that's some deep stuff. You're a deep guy, <laughs> and here's the thing I love about you. I mean you're young. You're young. You're you're second year college. Uh, third Go, year going into the third. Um, uh, yeah, this is my third year. This is my second year at USC. Gotcha. Um, I gotcha. spent my first year at uh, uh, Cal State Northridge. I, I think that makes that's where some of my confusion is coming from. But but regardless, you're still a young guy. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. You got a lot of life ahead of you, uh, but you got a lot of life lived. And so it's it's when we hear you talk about stuff, uh, uh, you know, you you have a very well rounded, uh, strong perspective. But it, it belies your age. So I'm always impressed with what you have to say, even though sometimes I'm like, uh, actually, you know what? I disagree with Ace more than I disagree with you. I'm really? kidding. I love Ace. <laughs> um, where, what kind of stories and all-encompassing stories do you want to tell? When you say you want to be a director, you, you were lightened up by Avatar and all that kind of stuff. What do you want to tell? Um, well, I mean, I, I love like science fiction. I love all mm. that stuff. But I don't think I'm necessarily like equipped to make those kinds of movies i mean maybe sometime down the line but yeah well the stories i really want to tell is something that like you don't see a lot of in cinema which is like um like a perspective like an sure. urban perspective right moving into like a world that's like unique and unfamiliar you yeah know what i mean so um for me for example like going from living in compton like right you know surrounded you know, by, you know, whatever happens in Compton, you know, violence, you know, sure. gangs and all that. But then moving into going into like USC and, and working and in Hollywood and stuff like that and how that change of environment kind of brings um, like a new eye-opening experience. And right. I think um, just kind of the idea of having having a shift in your placement and how that affects a person, I think is really interesting. That one. That, that's, that's, that's where some of the deep stuff comes in. Again, you, you have a, you have a certain perspective and, and where you grew up is different from, from mine and a lot of people. But, uh, so that, that being in a, in a different environment and telling a story like that, 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 that's very, that's very interesting. How, how do you want to do that though? Do you want to do it through 
a straight up story of hey here's here's a young boy coming out of Compton or do you want to do it out in space like you know right, what I mean right. how do you want to approach telling that story well see it's it's funny because I I have like a list of movie ideas at at home right. that I just kind of um, add to and all of, all of them are are like very different ideas like I would have like I have an idea for like a basketball movie where mm-hmm. it's like a kid who's um, who is coming out of college first year in the NBA, but he has to experience like the kind of shady like mm. dealings behind the scenes, yeah, and um, ha- having to deal with that. Um, or uh, for example, another movie that I I've always envisioned is um, something where it's it's like uh, a like a, a politician is is advocating for. Um, new procedures but as he's moving up inside like the ranks yeah. of government it becomes like a political thriller kind of deal yeah. and um how he managed to navigate kind of like a house of cars thing but yeah, yeah. um but it's not like all like black characters or um, sure I, I don't i don't usually kind of think that way i just kind of think in general like yeah you know some some ideas that would fit no i get i get i get that do you feel responsibility to tell like you said these these urban stories is it is it do you feel do you feel that that that's something not that you want to do that you have to do um no i don't think it's like a responsibility of mine to tell those yeah. kinds of stories um and i don't think it should be the responsibility of anybody to yeah. um to to do that as well i mean like i i think having the perspective of uh, of an urban environment is important if you yeah. want to tell those stories um obviously it's like I don't think it's cool to have like somebody from like Minnesota, you know, directing <laughs> like something like Shad Compton, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It, it doesn't really. You want a little authenticity to what's going on, right? Right. But at the same time, I think I think what filmmaking is is exploring something outside of your your realm, building mm. a new world for people to enjoy. Ah, yeah, 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 and and which is. Uh, what you talk about when you say this, you, I think you use word displacement or, or not displacement, but right. in another environment and everything. That's that, that's some of the interesting stuff that I think you you'll you have a very specific story, an RB three story, not not, not the necessarily uh-huh. the biopic of RB three, but you you have a a, a wonderful perspective on that. Right. Um, Thank you. And you, you and uh, Andres Cabrera, ace to the Schmozno fans, are launching a new podcast, um, or have by the time this is this is airing. Uh, and I'm intrigued by this because you guys uh, talk about unique perspectives. You both bring it, and love hearing you guys talk. Ace is the most intense man in the world, <laughs> and you are uh, you, with your laugh. People will think you are jovial, but you, like I said, have this really serious, studied side. So I'm curious to what you guys are going to bring. Again, this is. I released after I haven't heard an episode yet here. Um, right. Uh, wh- how did this come about? What are you guys trying to do with it? Well, uh, Ace and I talk a lot, like behind behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we mostly talk like a lot of like hip hop, actually, like hip hop okay. music, because I'm I'm very passionate about that. Um, he's pretty passionate about that as well. But um, us being partners on, on things like with Comic Con uh, the past couple of times, because been we, stuck together. Yeah, we've been yeah we've been we've been stuck together for for a while, and we just have like really interesting conversations about different stuff in movies and yeah and politics in general. Um, so we just think that, um, and we both kind of see that cinema has something more to offer. Yeah, um, you know, under the skin, uh, whether it's um, something that directors have to say about the world or mm-hmm. the climate or, or whatever. Um, so I, and we both kind of want to talk about that and incorporate like social messages and themes into right. um, a podcast form. So 
uh, that's how we develop something like the meaning of it. We were also like really inspired by Alicia Malone's and, and uh, yeah. Scott Mance's profiles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a mixture of, of, of both. What do you, how do you plan to then break it down? Uh, the, the meaning of the name of it, so the meaning of, say, Pulp Fiction, because you're wearing a Pulp Fiction shirt, or the meaning of right. James Cameron? Like, how are you going to approach it? How do you break down each episode? Right. Well, each each episode is going to focus on a different director. Yeah. So, like, for the Pulp Fiction example, it would be, like, the meaning of uh, Quentin Tarantino, hmm. where we break down, uh, you know, maybe not each movie in his filmography, but right. kind of the general themes and overarching um, Ideas that carry on from film to film. Uh, so. Do you guys ever disagree a lot? Do you have any any spirited debates? Yeah, we, we disagree on uh, some things, and I think that's what is going to make it like a really interesting yeah. show. Um, I think we see we see eye to eye on a lot of things, but there's also times where um, I might be reading very deeply into something that uh, he might not necessarily be, or yeah. he looks at because w- w- it's funny when we talk. Uh, as I say, like I look more towards the experience and kind of like how I feel. Yeah. Um, he looks at films more through like characters and, and stuff like yeah. that. So it's it's interesting when we have like these debates on like the movies that we're that we're discussing right. because we both come from different backgrounds on that perspectives on that. And you're gonna mash them together. Uh, right. I, I don't I don't want to get you guys fighting. Right. I, I I don't like fighting podcasts, but I'm just wondering. <laughs> I could see you two having those kind of debates that last till three in the morning, <laughs> uh, sipping some brandy, having this deep conversation about life, the universe, and everything. Uh, that would be fantastic. But I can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. I think it's uh, something that's definitely uh, needed on the Schmozone Network, and I'm excited to see that this is finally happening. Have you guys been trying to do this for a while? Did Christian come to you guys? How did this How did this actually come about? Um, well. We had talked about wanting to do something together for mm-hmm. for a while. Um, initially, we thought like maybe we should do a hip hop podcast because, like I said, we talked about hip we talked about right. hip hop a lot. But we wanted to do something for like the Schmoes Network, for yeah. sh- and you know, and uh, do something movie related. So yeah, um, the original pitch was that we would talk about just like the social meanings and stuff sure. like that of, of 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 some of a filmmaker and whatnot. Um, then. Uh, like Ace kind of pitched it to Christian and Christian said, you know, we should incorporate the more, like more general aspects of Mm -hmm. these filmmakers and these, you know, and things like that. And, um, I I mentioned profiles and I think Christian also mentioned that as well. And, and, um, you, you guys could be the new Manson Malone there. Maybe, maybe. Um, (laughs) I I don't think we're, at least I'm not as pretty as Miss Lucia Malone. You're (laughs) you're a good looking man. You're an Instagram model. We've determined this on Schmoes No, man. (laughs) You're, you're sharp. I want to talk a little bit about the Schmoes No world. Um, you said you want to be an actor, but you were, you were probably a lot younger, right? Yeah. When this happened. And and I think, still think you could, you (laughs) never know. All right. Your situation may have changed and everything. Um, but you step into the Schmozno world and it's a wonderful, embracing, loving fan group. Uh, even as it's grown, uh, it's remained. So, um, I think in part because we create characters and you become RB3, though, I'm sure that was the name you, you had before, right? Just yeah. a natural Robert Butler the third. It just worked. It always it just works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how do, how are you having fun, or are you struggling with any kind of the uh, this new level of exposure? Um, well, I don't. I definitely don't think it's like a struggle for me. I, I really appreciate all of the fans and like uh, people tweeting memes and and asking me questions. Like yeah. I just really enjoy that stuff a lot. 
And it's something that I never thought I would ever be like a part of. A personality or yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah just you know, and I like when me and my family went to like Disneyland and like mm-hmm. the Schmoes fan was there and walked up to me and said hi. Like that was really that was really honoring to me. <laughs> what did your family do? And they're just like, What 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 do you 'cause I don't I don't know if they actually understand what I do, like fully grasp it. Yeah. yeah that's a that's a reoccurring theme, especially when it's uh even though digital and YouTube and all the stuff is old news to us. I mean it's still we're talking 10 years, but five years. For what we do, the last five years has really been the boom of this stuff. So, yes, right. sometimes it's, uh, it, gets a little, uh, it gets a little interesting with explaining to the relatives that yeah. I do a show on, on YouTube, which is a <laughs> website and an app, and you can find it. So, yeah, I can see that. But uh, that, that probably felt, like I said, good, good in a very humble way. You are such a humble young man. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you walk away from here like, yeah, nailed it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, that that probably felt really good. Yeah, different, it, but it good. felt incredible. That was, uh, yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights. And it happened again when I saw like Wonder Woman too. Yeah. Like me and some friends, I went to see Wonder Woman in, in downtown LA, and uh, we just like like after the show, like a couple guys walked up and said they were fans of the show. So that was very. <laughs> That was very. That was very funny as well. Do your friends get it as well? Um, they get it more. Yeah, they they follow me on Twitter, so they see like when I when I might say something like controversial or something. They 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 get what what happens there. So you you have said uh, some things that I wouldn't call controversial. You've spoken your mind. You've spoken with your heart. Whether it's disagreeing with a with a movie or taking a, a bit of a stance on something, and that's hard to do in these in these times, especially when you have fan fans, and and sometimes fans just don't agree with you on things, and they can be particularly harsh. Um, where, where have you found that uh, that strength to be that guy? Where where have you str- found that conviction? Well, it's just like in the beginning, it was it was a little strange. I, I've yeah. always just I like talking mm-hmm. my mind. I like speaking, and um, and. Whenever I, I, I have an opinion on something, I'm not really, like, willing to hide it. Yeah. Um, so when it came... I know, like, the first big moment for me was when we were talking, like, Zootopia on the show. Right. And um, and some people think I called it racist. I didn't really call it racist. Right, but, right. Um, but... You didn't. You brought a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and um, I don't even think it was that bad. But right. that was the first time I, I, like, read comments and people were like, yo, this guy is a effing da-da-da-da. Yeah. So, um... So that caught me off a little bit off guard. Um, just from that point on, it just stopped reading comments. Yeah. Um, or especially for anything that I'm featured like predominantly on. Um, so it's it's one of the sad things of this, you know. Outside of some of our, I mean, Schmo's, Schmoville is again very comforting. Yes, but are. there are things in there too that happen that that come about. Um, yeah, it's it's sad because there's a great community out there, and there's great comments, and there are a positive comments, and there's comments that are like, "Hey, maybe I don't disagree with your take on Zootopia. Here's my take," and maybe they want to enter some sort of discourse, and discourse is great. Discourse leads to change. Discourse leads to understanding. But it's sad that that's all lost mm-hmm. because a lot of people just just ruin it. Right, right, and I, I love having conversations with people online. Like, yeah. you could see me, like, even though maybe if if, if it's a video I made or I or I'm in, yeah. I might not look at the comments for it. But if it's something like movie talk or right. anything, I'm always in the comments, like talking with fans or in uh-huh. the Facebook forums and whatnot. So I enjoy that. I, yeah. I enjoy talking with people. You would, you would, uh, had you called in the schmoes before? You were like, I know you were a supporter of us, but had you? You've been involved a little bit before, right? You weren't a complete stranger to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before I started working there, it was like my junior and senior year of high school. I started helping Christian yeah. um, upload like the old um, SK shows yeah. um, and putting them from the Toad Hop to the 
um, YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, so that was like really my exposure before, and then I I won like Schmovian of the week one one week. Right, I do yeah. remember that. That was, uh, that was phase five, right? It was phase five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a golden moment for me. That was that was like a highlight um, of of like my my high school years. Was, yeah. Was getting that, and then. Um, and then yeah, I called into the show once, and yeah, I've had I've had yeah. a few run-ins with, with you guys. It's uh, kind of fun to look back. I mean, I still remember meeting Ace for the first time. Uh, I think it was what at WonderCon or Stanley's Comic Con, one of the LA-based cons. I can't remember uh, that particularly, but I do remember him coming up, introducing, and uh, he was working alongside. Uh, uh, and for a friend of mine named Michelle Ehrman over the QU, and uh, so I was like, "Oh, okay, you're Michelle approved. You're good. You're a good guy." And it was like it just made sense. So it's so I always love those first meetings, uh, even though I didn't, I couldn't have picked Robert Butler the third out of a crowd. I do remember <laughs> you winning Schmovillion of the Week and uploading those videos. Um, you're at USC now. What is what does that mean? What's that experience? Because you know, I dropped. I did not go to college. I, I did two years of 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 community college and was planning to go to Cal State Northridge or looking at that for uh, film and, and screenwriting. And my my friend did at the time. That's why I moved to L.A. I moved to him. He, he uh, My friend Joel Trudgeon went to uh, CSUN, and now he's actually taught some screenwriting there. He's over at Valley College and everything. So I, I never had that experience because I started my radio career. And USC, I mean, that's that's pretty big. That's pretty important, right? I mean, that's fun, but also that's big. It's daunting. Yeah. How's your experience there? Um, it's, it's been great. It's it's funny because like USC has been also like my dream school for, um, ever since I was a little kid, even, even when, um, we were going to do, when I was going to pursue something in engineering, I still wanted to go to USC. USC. Yeah. Okay. That's because I would, I, I would have just taken it as film because that's what I associate. And then the school's obviously got a lot more, but right. And it's, I mean, it's the number one film school in the world. So it's, it's definitely something that I've always wanted to get into and, uh, it's it's a cool program. I mean, right now, since I'm doing cinema media studies, mm-hmm. it's a lot of like reading, a lot of film theory, mm-hmm. um, writing a lot, watching a lot of movies, um, which is cool. I appreciate that. But I also appreciate a lot of the production side. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I have a lot of friends who are like majoring in production, so they're shooting yeah. short films like almost every weekend and stuff. And a lot of times when they need help, I'll help, help them on set as like a PA or a gaffer or a grip or something like right. that. Um, and beyond that, uh, I mean, it, it's been helping me motivate to push more towards the next steps that I'm willing to pursue. As a young young man, a young person in this time, and you talk about the ne- next steps, I mean, I didn't find my ca- career path. I found it, then I lost it, and I found it again, and I'm still searching. I'm still always adapting what I'm trying to do. Um, Sometimes to a detriment, sometimes okay. But uh, how, how are you? How are you approaching? It's a daunting task to be a young man coming out of USC, and you know you got uh, working with us. But there's a lot of ways to go. Uh, how, how do you approach the future? Do you do you have a plan, or are you just winging it? What are you doing? Um, yeah, I'm. I'm very much. I'm one of those guys that likes to have a plan for everything. Right. Um, so, like, it's like it's funny. Like now, I, I was just um, talking to a friend of mine about this. We. Yeah. Uh, before um, getting into USC, before working with Schmoes, like those are my goals. You know, yeah. I, I wanted to um, intern somewhere. I didn't know necessarily where, but I wanted to intern like in my freshman or sophomore year of college, right. and I wanted to get to USC. Um, and I ended up accomplishing both of those goals because I had like a very specific plan on how I was gonna 
do those things and um, I, Wait, well, hold up a dean or you know blackmail a teacher. What, what do you got here? <laughs> I want to hear this specific. I'm fascinated by this because you're reaching your goals, including getting to this damn show. <laughs> uh, do you sit down and 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 on a piece of paper? Do you uh, envision your future? I, I'm fascinated that you, you're brushing off a great accomplishment here. This is Knapsack Files. Be, <laughs> be 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 more open everything. What what at what point were you like? I'm going to USC. Here's how I'm going to do it. How, how did you come to that point? Well. Uh, like I said, I wanted to go since high school, yeah. um, but I didn't get in initially. Mm. Um, and the reason being for that is because r- really the, re- the real reason is my senior year of high school was just like almost non-existent. Well, like, yeah. I, I had almost uh, completely given up at that point. Why, uh, why is that? I mean, is the stuff you want to talk about or is it just well, you know, yeah, just lost it your was, way? It was, it, was, it was some personal things that's sure. happened in my life. Like I had my heart broken mm. earlier in that school year. Oh, yeah. Um, and... It was it was a lot of little things. I had I had done drama, for example, like theater um, class. I was one of the theater kids for, yeah. for like all four years. And the first three years, it was uh, I had like a group of friends who were were all in the same place together. We yeah. we all like rode together. And like the fourth year, they weren't in it, and I was still in it. So I was just like I'm kind of the only one left behind. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I was. That was it was crazy because I didn't really care a lot about school, but mm. I was in the, involved in a lot of extracurriculars. So, like I said, I was in theater, I was in dance, I was like the ASB like secretary, I was like the president of like three clubs. You're like Max Fisher from Rushmore, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, not necessarily interested in the day to day schoolwork, but all the outside stuff, the exciting stuff, the fun stuff, where I think the true learning comes from. Right, 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 definitely, and I think that's. I think all of the my experiences through my leadership opportunities are what gained me the ability to uh, do things like outside of school. So, yeah. um, like I uh, in high school, see my my GPA wasn't the greatest because I went to a super advanced high school that was very math and science oriented. Right. Um, so it was all like engineering. AP biology, physics, like AP calculus, BC, all that stuff. Um, And I was good at that stuff, but I just, like I said, I kind of checked out and I was showing up to class late a lot. Mm. Um, This is your senior year. My senior year, yes, yes, yes. You get your heart broken. Uh, Give me a hug. Come on, it's going to be okay. (laughs) Um, So I get that. I mean, that's going to affect you. So so it seems like you got off course. Yeah, yeah. And it, it wasn't, and it was just, yeah. And my friends, my friend group started to change a lot. Um, and it was just a, a, just a weird time. So, yeah, I get you. Um, and it was almost to the point where, like, the principal had called me into the his office and was like, you have, like, 60-something tardies, if you don't. 60-something <laughs> tardies? Yeah. You're, like, worse than Ferris Bueller, my friend. It was. And he was just like, yeah, if you don't fix this, we're going to kick you out of school. So I was like, this is right, This is do. Rushmore. Yeah. This is, the, this is Rushmore. He's the worst student we got. Um, <laughs> right. but, but it seemed like they were, again, you were off course, and they were recognizing, hey, you're an all-star who's uh, – not showing up for games here, right? Right, and it was also it was also it, it was padded by the fact that I had a full ride scholarship already. Um, oh, okay. I had the one the Gates Millennium Scholarship, which is um, under Bill Gates and yeah. his foundation that um, pays for your full ride of college for like all four or five years. Oh, um, when did you get that? Like that. Um, I got it in the middle of my senior year. 
So, okay. Yeah. So um, you were already maybe having a bad year. Get this. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little did a complacency shit set in. You're a little depressed. Uh, maybe yeah. Again, something like that. So, but you but you lost you lost your course. You went off track. You didn't lose your way. Yeah. You kind of stepped off the path for a little bit. Yeah. So I think this is part of your story. Is how did you get back on that path? Because you're on one now. Right. Right. How did you do that? Because that's um, not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. And it's definitely I I began focusing on more of the things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I began doing more things in the film. Like I said, I was helping you guys with, with the SK plus stuff. So it was right. like I, I got to some fulfillment and <gasps> did we contribute with... to your tardiness? No, 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 not at all. No. <laughs> and, and it's funny and I think it's my 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 mom or my grandmother might think that because I really? would, every 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 morning I would like wake up and start playing like a like a like a Schmoes No show or like or like a Knapsack Files or a movie sure. talk or something like that. I'm um, to blame. I'm to blame. <laughs> but no, it's definitely it's definitely not you guys. It was just like, um, yeah, it, it was it was it was it was a different time. And yeah. I, but I'm I'm glad I got past the, the way I ended up. Like I said, I, I got more involved in doing yeah. uh, more film things. Um, not getting into USC was like a big thing for me in terms of uh, I got to start straightening up and mm-hmm. and figuring out what the next steps of that going to be. Um, so in in doing that. I began like reaching out to counselors, advisors, right. um, figuring out what I could improve on my application, right. um, what can I do better um, next time I apply, and just began like actively working towards those goals. So, like during my first year of CSUN, I, I did really well. I had like a three point nine GPA, right. and uh, I had mentioned some things on my essays that I hadn't mentioned before. That mm. I think really helped. I think the fact that I'm a full scholarship recipient yeah. helps a lot. Yeah. So that all those aspects really help. But so you, I mean, you talked about USC is what you wanted. USC is a plan you you put into place, and then you don't get it, and that's an early exposure to huge disappointment mm-hmm. that that can knock people. You talk about being off course; that can set you back tremendously. Right. So take me to that moment where you get either a letter or a call, or God forbid, just a text. I don't know how it works <laughs> these days. Saying sorry, RB three, you're not your your dream isn't happening right now. Hi, take me to that exact moment. Right. Well, it, in high school, I was this, I was the president of this group called the National Society of Black Engineers, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically like an engineering collectum, a mm-hmm. collective of like young minority students who travel to conferences, yeah, um, every, like all around the the country. So. Our conference that year was in Anaheim, so it was about March March of 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in our conference, and that was the day that me and about seven or eight other students were receiving our letters back right. um, for um, getting into school. Um, and I believe like almost none of us got into the schools that we wanted to get into, so it was like a collective oh, like like think thinking uh, moment for for a lot of us. Um, and, and what is what was your specific thought? You open up that letter. Take me to this painful moment, RB three. Go deep. Go deep with me. I know it's not the Beardo podcast. I'm not going to make you cry. <laughs> right. But you pull this letter out, and boom. Yeah, I mean it was heartbreaking. Um, it was like. You know, all of these like past four years are like, what is yeah. it? What was it really worth? Um, what am I going to do now? Because um, I had received a few rejections before, but they weren't from schools that really like mattered as much. Right. So it was definitely like almost like 
I have to think about what uh, I could do better uh, in trying to transfer to USC because I still wanted to go there. Um, the only place in California that had been accepted to was CSUN, mm-hmm. and I got accepted to a few out-of-state schools, but I wasn't really interested in sure. uh, leaving the state. So it was like, okay, uh, you want to be close to home, uh, you should cut out like a lot of the stuff that is distracting you and just focus straight on mm-hmm. um, your academics and your work in the film and what you can do better to uh for so for me like a setback is always just more motivation to mm. um, step forward so i've always had that mentality that's great where'd you get that from did you just learn on your own family put that to you where'd you pick that up yeah i think it's i think it's family it's definitely i mean um my i was raised mostly by my mother and my grandmother okay and my father became more involved in my life like in my teenage years mm. uh, him and my mom brought a house together and mm. uh right when I was starting in high school. Um, But there was like a lot of tension between me and my dad when he like initially moved in. So it was a lot of arguing, a lot of fighting, but in doing that and and having those moments of tension, uh, I was able to like reflect back on like some earlier moments in my life with me and my mom. Mm -hmm. There was times when uh, my mom and I were sleeping and like my great grandmother's room, we were like sharing like a tiny closet space together. Um, So, it was like I was able to learn from her struggles and her um, and her issues and how how to forward myself, um, right? And 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 try and hopefully someday you know take care of her because she's been taking care of me absolutely uh, my entire life. So and I've had the pleasure of meeting your wonderful mother and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know she's done a great job with you. Clearly that that's some deep stuff going back a ways that you're pulling up. So you go to this disappointing moment of your life and then you set your goals, reset. Dig in your heels. You're working with us, uh, having some fun as RB3 of Schmoes know. And then the word comes that you're going to USC. Take me to that moment, which is a good moment. That was that was a great moment, actually. It's funny because uh, that happened in between the summer of uh, my freshman and sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. And I was working, I believe I was like editing some videos for, for the Schmoes or whatever, uh, but a lot of those summer days were just me at my home in Compton, just like mm. sitting at the table on my laptop. <laughs> so yeah. it's, I think, like I said, I I don't know if my parents necessarily get what I what I do. So sure. a lot of times when they just see me on like the laptop or whatever, it's like, why are you not working? It's like, I am working. <laughs> um, so it was one of those moments, like it was literally one of those moments where like my mom was like yelling at me about like <laughs> just sitting around the house all day, um, like not doing anything where I'm actually right. like editing. And then, um, but then we, we got the mail and when you get accepted, it comes as a package. Right. So like they had to knock at the door um, we open the door, we get the package, and it says from University of Southern California. So yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this might be it." So and we open it, and it was like a, it was like a, it was like a joyous moment for us. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one of the tears, hugs. Yeah, definitely lots, lots of tears, lots of hugs. Yeah, and it was, uh, yeah, it was beautiful. It's, it's, and we had that experience before because um, applying to my high school, yeah. you had to apply to my high school as well. Like you had to apply, you had to interview. You have to submit big projects and stuff like that. So. Where, where, where where was this high school? I'm not familiar with it. Um, it's called the California Academy of Math and Science. It's in uh, Carson, California. Okay. So it's pretty close to uh, where I'm from, from Compton. Sure. Um, and But it's it's a very accelerated um, school. So it serves a lot of people from like the South Bay, Torrance. Gotcha. Um, 
Long Beach, like a lot of areas, and they try and they bring in a few students from different high schools and middle schools, I should say. So you didn't you didn't stumble into that one, obviously. That's yeah. that is an early success as well. And you mentioned you wanted to be an actor early on, and then your parents are like, "Nah, we need, we we need to go more this direction," mm-hmm. uh, which makes some sense. Um, it, it doesn't seem like they're putting a damper on your plans. They're just saying, "Hey, here's another." path that might be it's like trying to be a catcher in major league baseball you're going to get to the majors quicker if you learn how to be a catcher um so do you uh, uh, engineering math and all, you love that stuff that's part of you right right no but I'm, that but to be that young i guess what i'm trying to say and have them go all right it's time to <laughs> learn to be a scientist basically right how did you as how did young rb3 take to that well it, it was also part of me being i'm just i was very interested in the idea of like building rockets and building planes and stuff like because sure. it's just, it's just cool you know as a as like a ten year old eleven year old kid that's just it seems like a cool thing to do. Did you watch the movie uh, October Sky? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I watched that recently too. I and, love that uh, one. Yeah, it's a classic. And they have well, I was I was also really good at math. It's just like a natural thing with sure. me. Um, I've just always been naturally good with numbers, even from like elementary school. Right. Um, and then middle school. I was so good that they put me in like this competitive um, math competition like club. So we were competitive like, addition, competitive yeah. subtraction and division. Right, right, right. I, I mean, I, I guess I could have guessed that was a thing. <laughs> you got any trophies from that time? Yeah, we did. We we won a, uh, a lot of awards and um, like for example, our we had like this like mayor of your own city kind of challenge where you have to build your own city, but it had to be like environmentally like friendly and stuff like that. So we use like the Sim game and whatnot. Oh, I love the Sims. Yeah. Well, not that I love Sim City. Sim City. Sim City. Sim City 2000, one of the greatest games of all time. Yes. Yes. And I believe that's what we use. So we had to build (laughs) a city virtually and then also build it up on like, you know, like as as a display. And uh, that was probably like our biggest success. We ended up getting second place on that. Um, and, uh, I ended up doing like a big science competition in Houston. We got like the bronze medal. Um, we did something in Istanbul, Turkey. Um, you went, did you go there? Yeah, we went. Holy moly, man. Yeah. It was, it was funny because nobody, like I couldn't afford the tickets and nobody at the school could afford to go out there and, and do that. Um, so what I ended up doing is like writing a letter to, um, Turkish Airlines and yeah. asking them, hey, we're just some kids, you know, in here from from Compton and Carson, and we want to compete in the science competition, but none of us have the money to go. Would you be willing to, you know, provide some tickets? And they uh, and they they did. They handed us like twelve uh, uh, flights to to Istanbul. Really? Yeah. So that was my eighth grade year. Turkish Airlines. Yeah. Shout out to them for stepping up. Right. And for uh, you for writing this letter. <laughs> I imagine you taking a. Quill, dipping it on your tongue and writing, dear sirs and madams of Turkish Airlines. That's right. spectacular, man. Right. So um, we, so yeah, I've always had like that instilled mm. like math and science background. And that was something like, again, like it was something I was interested in a lot in like middle school. Um, yeah. But after seeing like Avatar and stuff, that's when I was like, I like film more. Mm. Um, I like doing that more. Uh, but my parents still really wanted me to go into engineering because that just made a lot more sense. Right. Still, um, you know, the odds of being a filmmaker is like a million and one. Correct. So is there still 
any kind of pressure on you to do that, to do that path? Or is it, um, they, they understand what you're, maybe not necessarily what you're doing on YouTube, but right. they understand the path now? Oh, they, they understand now, yeah. I mean, it was a lot of like tug and pull, like especially like my last year of middle school, first year of high school. Um, and that's when my dad became more involved in my life too. And he really mm-hmm. wanted engineering for me. So it was like, I had to like fight, like almost like everybody in my family to <laughs> try and convince them that, yo, film is, film is what I want. Cause they, it, it's understandable. And in, in their yeah. minds, it's like, oh, it's just a phase. It's a phase he's going through. Sure. He's going to do it for like, like you know, when you were dancing as Spider-Man in that drama thing of video. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did do dance for like yeah. all four years. Oh, I've seen your too. moves, my friend. <laughs> I've seen your moves. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. So it was like a phase to them. Eh, yeah. RB3 is going to grow out of it. Not that, not that your family calls you RB3, but in my head canon, they do. Right. Um, and then uh, your dad does. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> um, is he RB2? Uh, no, he doesn't go by RB2. He, he doesn't. Um, I don't know why. We should start calling we, him He that. should be on Twitter as RB2. Yeah. Come on. I want to see. We should bring him into Schmoes. Um, so, uh, so this was, so, so you're still not necessarily fighting it, but, but I understand it's a hard road. This is, this is business. I used to discuss this with my therapist when I was in the really deepest parts of my depression is like, there's no end point. Mm-hmm. And even when you get it, I left my day job and I'm in an industry, I'm having a great time. It could vanish at any second, mm-hmm. just the way the business works. So I understand it's a risk. And engineering, not so much of a risk. Right. Not as exciting, but it's not a risk and it's steady. So I understand that push and pull. Right, right. But you're here to try to make it. Yeah. You're here yeah. to tell your stories. Absolutely. What? It's, it's the journey. It's the hope. It's the journey. Yeah. You're still on it. You got a plan. What's this plan now? If you don't want to spill your spill your plan so that people copy it here, Uh, but you got a success happening here. What's what's the immediate next step? Take over Schmoes, film a movie. What do you got? Well, right now, I kind of think within the next five years, there's a few things I want to accomplish. I definitely want to finish school. um, Sure. Which even my if I change majors at this point, it might require extra year. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm fine with because my scholarship would pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'd also like to continue into graduate school as well. Oh. Uh, maybe uh, still going to USC. Um, but at the same time, uh, I would like to find like a, a job that would allow me to work full time while also mm-hmm. um, managing, you know, doing a little bit of school here and there. Um, and, and after graduate school is is where I, I want to try and find. Um, a specific av- avenue and lane. I, I know I want to develop web content mm. um, in the immediate future. Um, I want to start like a production company of my own. Right. Um, I don't know if that'll come after college or what, but I want to do that very soon and develop like a couple of different web series that I have ideas for mm. and I'm beginning to, like to write and, and put together now. So hopefully by the time I could um, acquire like the funds and the funding necessary to do that stuff, I could um, have it all ready. So, do you jot these all down in a big folder called RB3 takes over the world? <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I write down a lot of the ideas that I have. Yeah. Um, and I just typically think of trying to speak things into existence. Yeah. Um, I've always had like that mentality of like, if I keep saying things that I, yeah. I want to go for, what I want to achieve. Hopefully those things will, will hey, come to fruition. I'm still trying to learn that. So if you're <laughs> grasping that now, you, you're ahead of the game, which is why I believe uh, you have uh, a bright future in front of you here. Uh, in, in, in closing, as we wrap up here, I want to talk about some schmo stuff. 
Um, it is, look, we're just a bunch of yahoos. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> and you're showing up and you're joining the team. Um, at what point, I know it's probably, it seems, it's weird for me to say, because again, I think we're a bunch of yahoos, but uh, it probably is a little surreal. Yeah. Sitting around, you got grumpy pit boss in the corner, you got baby carrots, <laughs> you got Mark Riley, wild man screaming and shouting. Right. Um, at what point, what was the most surreal moment early on? And then what was the point where you're like, All right, I'm over that, I'm here, I'm part of this team? Right. No, it was definitely the the, the day I interviewed, uh, when you guys interviewed me in front of Barney's. Uh, that was like... Such a classy business location. <laughs> no, it was like... it was like Hey, you know, Cody had a parking lot in front of Chili's, so you got to at least sit down. I really, okay, all right. Yeah, that's, 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 that's an honor. Um, but no, it was, it was so, like, dreamlike, like, walking uh, up and seeing you sitting there, seeing Ellis there, seeing Copster getting ready to interview me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like it was like sleepwalking, like almost like, oh, where, where, what is this? Where am I? And, right. Um, and that even continued until like the first few weeks of the show, right? yeah, honestly. Yeah. And you could probably tell that if you watch like the first couple of shows. Yeah. Um, very nervous, very like shy and stuff. Because I'm just like starstruck by like everybody there. So. You're, you're, you're very soft-spoken at times. Other times you're loud and boisterous and laughing your ass off, which we <laughs> love. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, uh, it's just part of your nature. You, you, you seem to be, were you probably, you probably were a quiet kid, weren't you? Uh, yeah, very much. You're I mean, like me, I, I, we're in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's definitely because like I'm a only child. So, mm-hmm. uh, and really like single parent too. Yeah. So it was like, it was really only two of us. Right. Um, and I've just always been like a natural, like introvert too. Sure. Uh, just throughout my entire life. Sure. Um, I'm very comfortable just like being by myself, like, putting on headphones to go places so I don't have to hear like, yeah. other people. I'm just, I'm just one of those kind of guys, I guess. So you, uh, what, when did it click in that all right, you're part of this team? What was there a moment where you're like, I'm here now? Um, I'm RBF and three. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, um, there wasn't like a particular, mo- well, I, I will say the, the one moment that I think I really started becoming more involved, I think was, yeah. Um, there was like that whole episode of the decision, yeah. Um, and for some reason, like it just couldn't upload uh, to the YouTube channel. Yeah. So I had like went around and tried to hack up a quick way to like fix it and re-upload it. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't even know if this is like public information, so maybe I shouldn't be saying. Say that. it. But yeah, it's like uh, if you watch, like if you go back and watch the episode of the decision, like yeah. the with Clark Wolf and, yeah. and Riley, like the reason it looks kind of fuzzy is because like I was just. Like screen grabbing the whole thing off my computer and, and like re-uploading <laughs> it. So you saved the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to. That was like saving saving that show. But it looks it looks horrible. And like now I know a way that I could have done it a lot better. Yeah. Um. But it was like that was the only method I had back then. So you're a superhero, my friend. Don't <laughs> Thank you. Worry you. About Appreciate it. that. Well, we are so glad you're part of the Schmoes No team. And I I believe believe this is true when I say it. I think you have a bright future, but also you're you're part of the future of uh, Schmoes or anything beyond. And uh, I, I'm I'm confident in anyone who is who is has such a plan and has learned already valuable lessons and fought hard for what he wants. And, uh, it's, it's inspiring to hear that, uh, you. you know, addressing failures, uh, hardships, and not only you're going strong, you're flourishing. So uh, Appreciate that. I hope you look yourself in the mirror 
and can can pat yourself on that Instagram model back. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. So tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, and, of course, the show with Ace, uh, where, where they can find that. Yeah, so you can follow um, my, me on Twitter and Instagram at RB3Schmoes. Um, and you can follow the show, um, the meaning of with myself and Ace, we're going to be going live on Tuesday, September 26th, mm-hmm. and we're going to be going every Tuesday on the SK Plus uh, network. Great. So the YouTube channel for SK Plus on the Schmoes No podcast feed, and we're going to be there. So I love it. I love it. Best of luck to that. I know it's uh, already succeeding and will continue to succeed. You guys both have so much to give to that uh, discussion on film and these modern times. And as always, uh, it's a pleasure. When you laugh, I know I've done my job, and <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank so you. thanks for coming on in. I hope you weren't disappointed by this dream, RB3, to be no, on the No, this has been, this has been um, living a dream, so... This is great. I appreciate it. Guys, you know the drill. You can find us on Facebook. Give us a like there. Follow me at Ken Napsuck. There is a Patreon page if you choose to support. Go to patreon.com slash the Napsuck Files and support. You get a lot of fun stuff there. And sometimes I just hop on to talk Game of Thrones. All right. We'll see you guys next time on the Napsuck Files.